Welcome back to the jointhetrades.com interview series, where we talk to tradespeople and learn more about successful careers straight from the source. Today I'm here with Michael Pison, a field development manager in Pennsylvania with 19 years of experience in the field. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good crew. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's my pleasure, brother. Thank you for being here. How, um, Thank you. How's the weather there right now? Weather's actually better than it was. Christmas just passed here, and uh, the 23rd was, was pretty nasty and cold, and then it got down to about 12 degrees, which is unseasonably cold, typically for Pennsylvania, this side of Pennsylvania right now. But uh, that, that's all right. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take it. It, w it wasn't too bad and, uh, and uh, you know, not too much damage, so it was, it was pretty nice. Good, man. I'm glad that you guys had a, had a safe, warm holiday overall. Yeah, it was it was very it was very pleasant. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, I am 42 years old. I started in the trade when I was 21. Um, I started at a uh, well, I was in college. I uh, met my wife. We decided that I was uh, that we were. She was a senior. I was a freshman. She was graduating. I was not. Um, we decided that we were going to start our life and that I'd find another way to complete my, my education. I wanted to be a history professor. I wanted the summers off so I could lifeguard and have a good time in the summer and not have too many responsibilities and only have to, you know, deal with kids every now and then. And my mom and my girlfriend and everybody else were like, dude, you don't want to do that. You're going to be miserable all winter and you're going to lose yourself all summer. Like you need a little bit of discipline in your life. And this is not, I, this doesn't sound like a good plan for you. I was like, all right, well, I'll figure it out. And I started go to uh, Moravian college. Uh, I worked there as, as a, as a crew person. And when you work there, you get to go to school for free. That was my whole, that was my whole goal was to get my education as free as I possibly could get it. I started in the facilities department. Um, helping out the electrician, changing the outlets, changing wires out, uh, thousands and thousands of ballasts in their library and their common buildings. Uh, learned a whole bunch about electricity from him. He was amazing. Um, got to work uh, in the dorms, got to change out breakers, got to change out entire panels. And that was a, a really great start there. Um, and I also got to work with the plumbers. You'd be amazed at what those kids can flush down a toilet. We have entire entire teddy bears, um, <laughs> cell phones. Oh my gosh! Just an entire like an entire booklet of, of pens, like in a little zipper pouch. An entire zipper pouch of pens. Man, we pulled so much out of those pipes. It was it was uh, it was. I learned that that I did not want to be a plumber because of the places they have to go and that some of the things they have to do. It's a great trade and it pays very well, but but I'm I'm a little bit too squeamish for it. Um, I got to work with the HVAC guys. Yeah, I got to work with the HVAC guys and they have a lot of like PTAC units, like through the wall units and got to clean all those out. Get to, they taught me about how the compressor works and the refrigeration cycle and all that other really neat stuff. And I thought it was pretty neat. But the day that I realized that I really wanted to do this is I, I went into their, their science building and they had a big common return. The whole building is piped together. Um, they have this giant return room where they take all the lab air and they force it through filters before they eject it outside. And it's uh, probably 20 by 30 by 40 foot tall room. And 
the whole walls, the walls, they're all filters. And I'm like, how are we going to change these? And he's like, oh, it's easy. Here, watch. And he put this little thing on the bottom. He started cranking, cranked the filter right down off the wall. I was like, oh, that's really neat. Just like foam. That's pretty neat. He's like, you want to put the new one up? I was like, yeah, how do I do it? He's like, just put it there against the bottom and roll it up. And it was like when you throw a roll of toilet paper and it kind of like unrolls as it goes through the air. It just sucked it. It just sucked that filter right up to the wall. And I was like, that's it. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. This was so cool. And, um, and you get to go places that nobody else ever gets to go. Um, so that's how I started in the trade. I went to a bunch of different companies after that. Um, went to the, the feeder school for Moravian College, Moravian Academy. I went there as a HVAC technician for them. He actually paid for sure. most of my educational uh, training for HVAC. He got me my, my um, indoor environmental controls degree. And also without knowing it, paid for my electrician's license and training as well because uh, um, i was like nice. i was like hey you know I, I was like hey i really want to be an electrician he's like no no you don't want to be an electrician you want to be an hvac guy i need an hvac guy so you're going to do that i'm like all right well like i need to know a lot of electricity to be an hvac guy he's like yeah yeah absolutely i'm like okay so like they go they go hand in hand they go like this um and uh uh my father-in-law actually actually uh was like don't don't be upset that he's, that he's not gonna do that just do it anyways it's fine you have to know both or you can't you can't um you're not going to be successful in, in, in as an hvac person everything runs on electricity so uh got my education through there stayed there a couple of years they didn't have a lot of equipment and it, it, when you're maintaining things properly things don't normally break unless it's a major breakdown and then if it's a major breakdown he was calling other people in and and that was kind of disappointing because i wanted to do my trade i was like i want to do this i know this stuff now i'm good at it i want to do these things so i ended up going to one of my professor's uh companies uh, at that time they were applied energy management um they went through like seven different names so it was it was one of those companies every every year they changed their changed their name um but we did they did a lot of really neat work they, <laughs> they they did a lot of really neat work they did public work i got my i got to uh be on a lot of rate jobs which is very nice when i was when i was a younger individual rate rate work is ba basically uh, the davis bacon wage act uh davis bacon wage act makes it fair for union and non-union companies to compete on the same job so a uh, union company has to pay their guys a certain amount of money uh, it just prevents public uh public companies from coming in and underpaying their guys and and giving the job super cheap so it kind of levels the, the playing field there on the labor side a little bit so that everybody's got a fair shot at it so the the non-union people have to pay their employees union wages which is great for us um it was wonderful it was one one job i was making like 97 dollars an hour my total package was like 120 it was it's fantastic as like a as like a as nice. like a 24 25 year old kid you know that was that was really nice you know at that time i had a baby everybody was super happy about that um so i uh went through those companies and then i managed a little bit at another company um that was okay uh learned that management without education and structure is a uh, um, uh, submarine with screen doors it is doomed to fail and will, <laughs> and will uh <laughs> and, and will um and will uh cause tons of problems for everybody and everything and so i i decided that i'd i'd leave that uh, that role 
and I was in a I was in our convenience store like gas station our gas and go type place uh, called Wawa uh, out here in, in PA and I saw this technician in line at the counter getting ready to check out tall guy a little bit older super happy I'm like what is up with this guy where does he work for I want to be like him and um, and it was the Tustin group the company that I've been working for for the the past uh, eight, eight, nine years now and they uh, they actually I, I called them and I had a job you know went outside when he was leaving I tried to talk to him in line but he was too quick um, I followed him outside, dropped my food, followed him outside, wrote down the number on the side of the van, got back in my van after I paid for everything and called him. I had an interview a week later and I was hired two weeks later, so uh, the, re the rest was history. Um, there I started as a, as a regular technician doing regular service and maintenance and repair uh, for HVAC, um, all commercial. Um, in fact, all of my all of my career has been either commercial or institutional, um, and that's been that's been um, pretty pretty nice. I only have ever done residential like, on the side and for friends and family. Um, but uh, Tustin was great. They actually had an HR department. They really took care of their employees. They gave you vacation. They cared about your health and safety. Uh, which was a real surprise and a learning curve for me after the companies that I'd worked for in the past. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> they, they do a wonderful job. Uh, they recognize and reward for, um, for people that go above and beyond. Uh, you know, I, I like to say now that it only takes 10%. It takes 10% to be a little bit better than, than you know, what you could be or not somebody else, but you know, what they're expecting. Um, and that 10% is so easy to, to make. Um, for me, it was picking up the phone, helping other technicians with their, with their difficult service calls, doing the Googling that, you know, other people didn't know how to do or intimidated to do or didn't know how to look up the resources. Um, and, uh, and being there for customers that were having a really hard time. So being there, being able to talk to them, talk them out of really difficult situations, reassure them that they're going to be okay and that we're, we've got this under control. Um, uh, they promoted me to field service supervisor, uh, which was great. I got a title for what I was doing already. Um, and then uh, one day I was in a, like a soft skills class that one of our, one of our executives had put on. And she, I could tell this, this, this person worked so, so hard on this program. Uh, and then, you know, there's a bunch of technicians in the room. So everybody's, you know, the hardened, I just want to be on work. I don't need to be here right now. They got their hats down. They're like not paying attention. They're sighing. One guy's sleeping in the back. She's trying so hard. She's charismatic enough. They're like blowing up and throwing candy at people and like wake up and trying to get everybody to participate. And, and, and I'm, I'm one of the guys shooting my hand up, answering questions and, and trying to participate in my, uh, our, our, uh, uh, COO at the time uh, saw me and he's like, yeah, that guy, I want him to run our apprenticeship. So I got in front of the apprenticeship after, well, they, they scared me like heck. They called me into the office. They had a piece of paper face down on the, on the table. And they're like, Mike, you need to sit down. I was like, oh man, what did I do? <laughs> I thought everything was okay. <laughs> What's oh, no. going on here? Uh, yeah. And uh, apparently my, my uh, general manager and service manager are very upset to lose me. 
um, and I I was able to uh, well they 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 did that because they they weren't they didn't want to let me go they wanted to they wanted to, me to be like oh no 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 I don't want to go but I, I did I ended up going and and starting to manage their apprenticeship I managed it through um, another company that was was hosting it and they, they were good they they do really good for for people that um, need apprenticeship have no idea how to do it for themselves or or um, uh, you know are doing it for legal requirements um, but we, we had some issues with teachers and and the education that the that the our, our technicians were getting and the reliability of the, t the education they were getting so so we I was like hey you know I learned in doing this I learned a ton of stuff about you know digital curriculum and you know how to put a curriculum together and what it takes and and you, you know I said can I take a stab at it and he was like sure yeah go ahead build something so he let me build a curriculum uh, put it make it put it all digital um, wow. I, I got it all laid out got it all yeah got it all digital got it all mashed together it's like eight different textbooks it's pretty it's pretty robust um, and, uh, and so one textbook is will be really strong in a bunch of areas but like really weak in a bunch of the other areas and I was like that's not good enough so I, I just kept adding things onto it and rearranging the chapters and putting the stuff together so that so that it all fit so that it flowed and so that it was uh, so that it was appropriate you know for the learning level at the time and you know over the course of the four years I worked with the Department of Labor uh, eventually got it approved uh, we brought it to Nicole and uh, Nicole Bass of SP group and we're like, hey, you know, Nicole, can you want to do anything with this? And she absolutely took took a hold of it. Was very emotionally involved. Um, uh, ran with it, in fact. Um, you know, really took ownership and has changed it from what I thought was a really amazing program into something that I could not have even imagined. <laughs> I could not have even imagined the program that it is today when I built it. Um, through the experts that we've that we've tapped to uh, to help us critique and to build out our supporting systems and um, and you know really add substance and and backbone to everything that we had um, put it on a platform that everybody can access and will record time and ed and education and you know education level how they're doing on tests where they are in the system you know how often they're accessing the system what engagement level they have um, and it's really 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 amazing and um, now uh, I always liked helping people and I get to help people every single day now um, I get to help people come up into the trade at, at, you know uh, a trade that I think is a, an amazing opportunity and I think that it is a, a really a really great way to make a living have a career that can take you from being a helper at at a college that knows nothing to somebody that's writing curriculum and can really has really mastered well as much as I can master what I have mastered <laughs> through 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 my experience it's pretty it's been pretty amazing wow michael i mean i'm i'm truly impressed you're clearly a very passionate person um and you've you've risen through the ranks through your dedication and your desire uh, to work hard and to learn and to now at this point clearly to help other people which seems like you mm -hmm. find very rewarding yes I do I, I that is that is what 
gets me moving. That is what motivates me. That's what's special about our program. Um, we are recognized as a high quality apprenticeship. Uh, on the apprenticeship side, we're recognized as a high quality apprenticeship. That means that we, uh, we hire equitably. We promote um, disenfranchised, traditionally disenfranchised peoples. We make sure that we are tapping um, uh, low income sectors of the population and um, uh, inner city sectors of population. Um, we are making sure that we are targeting females in the trade and um, trying to make all of our educational information and all of our, uh, the way that is accessed as well, um, easy and accessible for anybody um, that has a smart device. And most people have smart devices today. So, and if they don't, I mean, we can always work something out. I've, I've, I'm, I know that there are programs that we can, we can work with to, to get that. And that's another thing, we are not afraid to work with the veterans programs, with the cell phone programs, with the technology, with the technology education programs and safety programs. We really care about uh, what goes in to, to this and that everybody has a chance to at least experience what, what, we, what we have to offer. Wow. I mean, really, man, that's, that's actually really beautiful that you have such a passion for helping people and making a difference because it, it would appear that you started as a young kid, got involved, always had a, a big heart and a whole lot of passion, found a niche, started helping other people, and, and you really, really uh, increased, you know, your, your education and, and the amount that you were able to affect people. It's pretty incredible. Congratulations. It's, it's really amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I don't know if I need congratulations, but I do appreciate that very much. Um, it's it to me. Um, I believe that education should be free for the people that are willing to do the work. Uh, if you're willing to do the work, it should be it should be given freely and you should be able to uh, reap the benefits from that. Uh, I have I have concern with the way that our society has put value, uh, monetary value to educational systems that lead you down a path that sometimes isn't appropriate for you. Um, if you're gonna be a doctor, that's awesome. You know, you need as much education as you can get and the best place to get that education is in an institution. Um, if you're gonna be a plumber, you probably don't need to go to a two-year college. You probably don't need to go to a four-year college. You probably need to find a company that has an apprenticeship that's going to hire you on um, and give you structured training on the job and association with helping you train for your plumber's license. And that is, that's the key um, right there to the earn and learn model instead of the earn and pay model. It's a 100% different, <laughs> except for the benefits that you reap out of it. The benefits that you reap out of it are, are amazing. Um, you, instead of having to wait four years to actually start your trade, you're starting your trade right away. You're, yeah. you're in that, you're experiencing it, you're getting that educational uh, you're getting that educational backing on it right away. You're working with experts in the industry, which is priceless. Uh, you know, I, I know I talk to people 
uh, I have friends that are still in college <laughs> and they and they're like they're going for like psychology or they're going for something like that and they're like I just wish that I could I could talk to somebody you know on a regular basis about what they're doing every day and how they run their practice and this and that like what it actually it's like and not what I'm reading in the textbook here and um, and uh, it's it's exactly what that is for, for, for us. We get to ride around with the senior technician. The senior technician shows them all the little tricks and tr tricks and little neat things that we do in the trade and the easy ways to do it and the safe ways to do it. Because um, what we do is dangerous. It, it can, you can, um, you know, find yourself uh, uh, in, in a, a bad, really bad position if you're not careful um, working around working around electricity, working around, you know, uh, high pressure water and, and fire. And, uh, and, you know, steam, steam's one of the most powerful forces on earth. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's great to have somebody there that is, that is a, an expert. I think yeah, I imagine. a tangent there. No, that's fine. It's a pleasure. It's nice to see someone who's passionate about what they do. Um, yeah, I imagine that is very, very helpful for younger people to have that, that, that mentor right there that's able to give them immediate feedback. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is correct. Um, it, so, it's, how it's, long... it's, uh, uh, so on the mentor side, um, we actually have a program right now for companies that don't have a lot of knowledge uh knowledge base or don't have the time to dedicate to helping an apprentice out but still want to have an apprenticeship program um right now we've got we've got a program that actually allows them to tap me or one of our other senior uh, technicians in sp academy to monitor check in with you know give help to and be available for you know calls and and support and um things of that nature for a, an apprentice that doesn't have a journeyman uh in, in a company um and I, we think it's well it's the responsible thing to do and also uh, without somebody guiding you through some of the educational material it can be pretty it can be pretty confusing you know trying to learn about it means static pressure even if you're learning about inches of water columns you say inches of water column to somebody and they kind of look at you like you got three heads inches of water column what do you, what do you how do you get water in a column you measuring that um you know and tell them that you know it's it's 27.7 inches of water column for one you know uh psi and and you're like what <laughs> so you know without without having somebody explain the the technical stuff and exactly how it applies to what we do every single day it can be it can be pretty difficult so yeah our uh, our uh, mentor our mentorship program is pretty pretty awesome and I'm, I'm very excited about that that should be i think we're rolling that out uh very soon here if it's not already started so yeah it's uh, excellent pretty great so you you've yeah. told us about a lot of the pros of your field are there any cons that you'd like to talk about mention Sure, absolutely. I mean, there's always cons. Um, well, uh, pro side, you get to be on the roof when it's beautiful out and the sun's shining and there's a nice breeze and all you got to do is wash coils all day long. The con is that you're on that same roof when it is 12 degrees out and it's sure. not snowing because snow's not that, snow's not unpleasant. Like freezing rain, freezing rain is really unpleasant. 12 degrees freezing rain 
That's unpleasant. Um, also, that same roof in the middle of you know August when it's uh, you know 99 degrees air temperature and the sun radiating its rays off the black roof. You know the roof area right there probably 130 degrees if not more than that. <laughs> you put your wrench down for a couple minutes while you're doing whatever you're doing. You go to pick your wrench back up and you'll drop it real quick. It's it's hot. It gets hot. So um, yeah, no, that those are. Those are some cons. Um, con, pro con, uh, a lot of independence. Uh, there's a lot of independence, and, and um, you are kind of left to your own devices, more or less. You're, you're treated responsibly um, and expected to do a job, which is, for some people, a con. Some people, it's a positive. Some people, it's a con. Uh, I find it, I found it very awesome to have a little bit of freedom and anonymity. And as long as I was doing my work and getting my jobs done and my customers weren't complaining about me and they weren't getting calls from other drivers, uh, <laughs> then, you know, it, it was it was all good. It was great to have that freedom. You know, you decide, you're like, oh, gosh, I'm really hungry after that service call. I want to stop and grab a bag of fries or whatever. And no one's going to be like, what are you doing? Um, it's it's okay yeah. you know you get to make up yeah you get to make up your own day um cons uh cons it is um if you if you don't if you don't want to make a lot of money um you're <laughs> probably gonna you're probably gonna you're probably gonna hate the job no that was a fake one <laughs> um uh cons other cons um sometimes customers can be can be a little bit difficult to work with um they're you're there and they're in uh, a stressful situation They're, they they have sure. something that needs to work and if it doesn't work they could be losing hundreds of thousand dollars a day if you know if they've got a printing press that goes down because you have to you have to work on an intercooler for that cools the oil that keeps all the bearings cool that cools you know the press that that presses everything and and um if that goes down they can't run the press and they've got like seven guys standing around you know waiting to put out that rolling stone magazine um that that you know they're just they're union guys and they're just sitting there and we know how union guys get paid and they get paid no matter what they're doing and they're already there you can't send them home so you, you better you better get that machine up and running or figure something out quick um so th that can be that can be stressful but on the other side of that you work on your skills you work on your skills and you get good at that and then you're a hero and that's right that's amazing to be able to walk into a situation reassure a customer you're like excuse me you're gonna be okay i got this give me a couple of minutes i'm gonna look at the, what the problem is figure out come back to you with a solution and uh i'll either have it fixed or we'll have a plan to get it fixed today or as soon as possible and um and to be able to have that skill and that confidence behind you to be able to do those things and then actually do them is amazing. I have walked into situations where there have been customers that like putting their finger in my face and why weren't you here half an hour ago and raw. And when I'm leaving, they're literally hugging me. They're hugging me and, and so happy that I came, so happy that I was able to help them. I still get Christmas cards from some of my customers. Um, it's uh, it really, you're helping people out. You're helping people do things that they're passionate about by doing something that you're passionate about. And it's sure. It's amazing. Yeah, there's it's a, amazing. I imagine there's a, it's nice to have a very clear cut result that you can stand back and say, oh, I've seen this affect people's life in a positive manner immediately. <laughs> yes, it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. It really is. Um, yeah, so many, so many of us have worked in other jobs that, 
so many of us have worked in careers where you don't have that tangible sense of reward immediately. You know, you just kind of like, oh, I think I'm working on this and there's some paperwork that may be accomplishing something somewhere. But this, I could actually go into a situation that's heated and actually put the fire out. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. And that is um, the, the instant gratification is definitely very, very rewarding and an, an amazing part of the job. And my uh, my ex-wife used to make fun of me ab about that all the time. You know, the, you know, if you had to wait three weeks for this to like for this to actually come to where it's supposed to be, I don't I, you'd probably go crazy. <laughs> like, no, I need it fixed now. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So instant gratification is pretty nice. Um, it's I'll not bet. always like that. Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're on really long jobs, but then you get to go back like, and you drive by that school that you built and you're like, yeah, I put, I put all those rooftop units up there on that roof. See that, see, one, see that one right there. That's where, that's where, uh, you know, I, I got to cut the, the pipe and brazen this and do that. And you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really, it's really neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Working in a field where you can actually feel like you're making a, some kind of sub substantial, significant difference, where you can honestly step back and feel like, wow, that really mattered, is a is a nice thing for sure. It really is. It really is. And and the things we build, the things we build, help the economy move, help people get educated, help you know uh, products get made, help uh, you know call centers run more efficiently for everybody like those like those phone calls, you know, if you don't, if you don't have enough, if you don't have enough fresh air coming into a place like that, everybody's breathing out, talking all the time, the CO2 in the air makes everybody drowsy. They don't want to make phone calls. And, uh, and we make sure that they, they've got the proper amount of airflow so that they, so that the CO level, CO2 levels, uh, exactly where it's supposed to be. And, and they, they feel energized and ready to make those phone calls. <laughs> Excellent. So listen, obviously you're uh, obviously you were cut out for this job for sure. But give us an idea of of what what characteristics are are useful in an individual who'd be going in this field. Who's best suited for it? Who's best suited for it? Um, someone that has the drive to solve problems. Um, someone that is that cares about what they're doing um i i like to say that this job is is uh like 90 percent customer service and 10 percent work um because it really is if you can't deal with the people it doesn't matter how good you can clean a coil um uh, most of the most <laughs> you know if you go if you go and you, you irritate the customer to the point where they're like get off my get off my job site you know they they uh they probably don't want you there to do anything ever again so um yeah you know customer service you know 90 percent, 10 percent is you know actually doing the work uh the work is not difficult the work is not difficult at all if you if you find mechanical things interesting at all uh if you are uh if you get pleasure out of taking something that's you know dirty and caked up with with you know dirt and 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 like leaves and whatever else and getting it back to a place where it's able to breathe again and flow air through it and if you like to see if you like to like you know see the difference in in how equipment runs from being dirty to clean or from being broken to fixed or 
if you like to if you like if you're a fixer if you're someone that likes to fix things um, or or fix people you know because <laughs> really sometimes the the people are more hurt than the machines that the machine's not working so <laughs> um, right being able to you know yeah um, being able to you know uh, someone that's got a little bit of empathy someone that's got a little bit of of, uh, of care um, and 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 uh, just just can get enthusiastic about about the little things in life um, is, is someone that would really succeed in, in this trade because uh, it really it's all it's all little stuff that adds up to uh, an amazing end result yeah I feel you that's uh, that's very useful um, very many people have a lot of those traits though and they'll find you know find a way to incorporate it in mm -hmm. there um, you're clearly just perfectly cut out for for the for the for the career itself and for the ability to work with people you're a people person i can tell um have a great personality and and clearly the desire to help people uh so it's Thank worked you. out very well for you what is let's say someone who is starting out where <laughs> would they want to begin where do they look how do they take those first steps First, talk to your parents. If you're young, you're still at home, uh, talk to your parents, tell them that you're interested in the trades and that you need them to go with you to see your guidance counselor so that you can figure out all the appropriate pathways uh, for you in your, in your school district. Um, if you do not, the way that our society is right now is changing. It's changing right now. But the way that our society is right now uh, the standard is to go to college. That is the that is the uh, ultimate goal in a lot of guidance counselors' eyes. That is the ultimate goal in a lot of uh, the way that they weight um, their the way the way that they weight their uh, their education and rates. I mean, their graduation rates. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, uh, they have a most schools. Uh, in the United States right now have a responsibility to make sure that the populations that they are graduating are either gainfully employed, are going into a trade, going into post-secondary school, or going into an institution of some sort. Um, if, if, the, if they don't have those things, if they have a high rate of people that are unaccounted for, they can lose a lot of funding. Um, so they're very motivated to, to hear from companies like mine, um, hear from SB Academy, hear from apprenticeships, uh, and the education that we have to give them. Um, so yeah, first start with your guidance counselor. Tell your guidance counselor that, hey, I want to start exploring the trades. What is there out there? Uh, there are so many apprenticeable trades, so many apprenticeable trades that you don't have to go to college for, that uh, people, people really uh, get wound up in the boot camps and the and the you know the two-year programs and the 18-month degrees they're doing that to sell you you don't want to be sold you want to be educated you want somebody to take you under their wing you want somebody to show you exactly how it's done in the field and that's what that's what apprenticeship does uh, so talk to your parents um, your parents I'm sure know a tradesperson uh, your parent tell your parents is you know does does Uncle Johnny still do electrical work can I talk to him are there any unions in the area um, uh, you can go on Google and you can do an apprenticeship search. So if you go on uh, Workforce Navigator, 
and it's a, a web page through the Department of Labor. Um, I'm sorry, is it Workforce GPS or Workforce Chief Navigator? We'll put the link. Is it okay if we put the link uh, later in the in the <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah, we can put the link in there. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so the uh, that website, um, you can go on there. You can put in your zip code. You can actually uh, search your area. Uh, you know, 50 miles, 100 miles, 150 miles from your location, and and search for uh, a trade that you're interested in, uh, any kind of apprenticeship trade. And if there is a company that is hosting an apprenticeship uh, for that for that trade, they'll pop up on that. They'll pop up on the in, the hosting uh, side of it, and you can, they give you all their contact information. You can contact them. You can tell them that you're looking for uh, a chance in an apprenticeship, and um, and you know get in contact and, and start start the conversation that way. Um, also. Um, while you're in school, don't be afraid to, of, of trade school. It's not like it was back in the day. Trade schools are very, very um, challenging. Uh, they're held to very high standards. The information that you're learning is going to be, be the foundations, the building blocks of your career for the rest of your life. Um, and now that we have, uh, now that a lot of schools have to have occupational advisory committees, to maintain their 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 programs, their trade school programs, uh, in, uh, industry people like myself go to these schools, and um, we advise them on what their curriculum should look like, what we want from a graduate, um, you know, what, what skills we want from a graduate when they're graduating, um, you, how many people we're looking for, what the industry looks like right now, um, you know, new technologies that are coming out that they should be teaching in the classroom, uh, and always soft skills always soft skills showing up on time doing what saying what you're gonna do and then doing what you say um, are huge 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 and uh, you believe it or not that what I get from what I get from most of the teachers those are the hardest things to, to teach somebody so um, if you've got if you've got those things yeah come and come and see me we'll, we'll have a little <laughs> chat um, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely talk to your talk to your teachers if you have a trade trade program in your school. Talk to the the um, the director of the trades program. Uh, make sure that you they know your name. Make sure that you, they know you're interested. Um, if you're out of if you're out of school and you're looking to get and you're looking to get started, so you're already graduate from high school, um, definitely use that website. Uh, put in your put in your location. If you know anybody that that uh, that if you know anybody that is uh, a tradesperson, talk to them, or um, you can go on to our site, join the trades, um, which should be should be uh, the first thing that I say here. <laughs> um, so uh, join something the trades. Also, something to also remember: join the trades.com. Yes. Join the trades.com. So join the trades.com is uh, going to be absolutely fantastic. It, it the idea that they came up with is is so cool uh we'll have we'll have companies on there that are looking for apprentices um and not just for hvac for all trades uh, all trades are welcome and um and it's it's uh, it's going to be a great way to get people involved and it's going to be a way, great way to get uh the young generation excited about the trades again um yeah uh so yeah, I mean, it, the, it basically seems like the, the younger generation at this point basically seems like it's been laid out for a long time with 
and correct me if I'm wrong, with two options, the military or college, and has felt mm-hmm. that they're either have to head one direction or the other, and, and then there are so many other options. There are so many other options. Uh, more and more I'm finding out about trades that I didn't even realize were in the trade category. So the fact that there are people out there like you, the fact that there is jointhetrades.com, it actually should start to make a real difference to the younger generation. It appears to me that so much of the younger generation is interested in sort of that freedom that you're talking about, not sitting in an office, mm-hmm. not being confined by someone nonstop looking at your shoulder, but mm-hmm. successfully accomplishing your goals, feeling good about yourself and proud about what you've accomplished, and then moving on, getting lunch and moving on to the next gig, you know, maybe having to be maybe the experience of being able to listen to a podcast on the road while you're headed to your next job. Make a couple phone exactly. calls to family. There's so much freedom. Yeah. There is, there is. And, and, and from what I've read about the, um, the generations coming up right now is that having a sense of purpose, having a sense uh, that they're doing something good for their community or for people or for a system that, that helps people um, is is huge and that's exactly what we do that's exactly what we do we do that um and i mean the the thing that the thing that the other thing that keeps me growing going is that uh every person that is on social security i'm not social security uh unemployment it's about sixteen thousand dollars a year isn't that much when you think about it but that's just the raw cost that's the raw cost of what it costs to have somebody on unemployment now think about all the people that need to handle their case all the people that are getting paid by the government that aren't directly linked to their check um the 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 people that have to sit in in the unemployment office um uh all of the all the uh advertising and development and everything else that has to go into the systems that feed the uh the the unemployment now now Every person that we're able to take out of that system and make a gainfully employed person will literally turn our communities around. It literally will turn our communities around, making giving people pride, ownership over what they do, ownership of property, ownership of of their own life uh, is 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 amazing. And the trades have that, and we can give that to these people, to anybody that's willing to to do it. Um, uh, then the benefits, the benefits that come with having somebody that's gainfully employed and, and is happy about their job are, are tenfold. They, they're able to, they're able to coach little league. If they'll have free time, they're not going to be working five different jobs. They're going to be able to have a family. They're going to be able to enjoy their kids. They're going to be able to put themselves into their kids. They're, they're going to be able to, you know, inject their personality and, and their, their way of thinking in their life. And, and a lot of people are so special and to be able to give someone that has the drive to work five or six jobs and to just to support their family, a change to where they can work one job and be comfortable and have that extra time to give back is just, is just so, so, so priceless and really, really should be, um, I really should be the way of life, but unfortunately, um, you know, we have to, we're, we're starting and that will be it. That is our goal. Our goal is that everybody is gainfully employed 
and has a trade or a career or something they love to do, some kind of art or whatever it is, and and uh, we'll be living in some kind of utopia at that point. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really. Uh, <laughs> but you know, being able to give back to your community is huge, and being having the capacity to be able to give back is even bigger. So that's that's what sure. I yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's been a, an absolute pleasure talking to you, Michael. You have so much information and so much passion. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you'd like to touch on real quick? If you are an employer, um, start an apprenticeship. Go to jointhetrades.com. We will guide you on how to do it. If we don't have an apprenticeship in your in your section already, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, we will feed you with people that, that want to do the job that you are hosting. Um, we will be super happy to give you any kind of advice uh, and, and support on our system. And, and I'd also like to say to any of those employers that, that I'm talking to you right now to go out and get involved. If we don't go to the schools, if we don't go to the young people, if we don't go to CareerLink, if we don't go to the one-stop shops, if we don't go to any of the any of the job places, and we just sit at our desks and expect those people to come to us and expect these 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 uh, changes to happen just because you know they're going to happen, it's not going to happen. You need to go out, make friends with the make friends with the instructor at the trade school become part of the occupational advisory committee volunteer to go and help them with testing on their on their end of the year or end of the uh, 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 you know, graduating testing uh, like Nocti is one of the ones that we do here um, help them out with Nocti help them out with testing the students on their on their skills that they learned throughout the, the four the three or four years um, go to go to your community colleges they have trades programs they have occupational advisories committees too go start a club start a club for hvac start a club for hairdressing start a club for nail technician teach kids how to do it on the side get them involved because if we don't do these things these things don't get done and people don't get yeah. these experiences and then somebody that's probably the best nail technician in the entire world is never going to be able to work with acrylic and discover that new way of doing something that is going to make you millions so i hope everybody makes millions <laughs> Yeah, that would be nice. So if anyone really would want to get a hold of you, Michael, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, uh, is, there, is there a way that they can contact you? Yes, um, I, am on, uh, I am on Twitter under my name. Um, I am also on Facebook. Um, uh, if they are looking for me, uh, they can go to join the trades. And um, I think my email is going to be on there. Um, and uh, that would be that would be probably the easiest way is to contact me if you if you want it I, I don't know I mean I'll give my contact information and if it needs to be if it can be at the bottom like my my uh, work email I can put my work email down there and I'm, I'll entertain any emails from anyone that's very kind of you thank you Michael thank you so much for being here uh, your passion is uh, contagious to say the least thank Thank you, crew. Uh, I had a really great time talking to you, and I can't wait to, uh, to can't wait to uh, meet you in person at some point. Absolutely, brother. Thanks for making a difference. Uh, you too. Thank you very much.